Hello and welcome to Raising Myself. Today we've got Kelly Mitchell with us who is the motherhood mentor. Kelly, do you want to tell me a little bit about what you do? Yes, so I work with mums that are finding motherhood harder than they thought or feeling a bit too overwhelmed by the experience and just help them to get back on track to where they want to be. Awesome. What made you want to do that? Um, it originates from my own struggles. I have two children, one's nearly five, the other's nearly three. And shortly after my second was born, um, he ended up being taken into intensive care. And we had a really horrible time with that. Not too long, luckily, but from there spiralled anxiety that I wasn't aware of at the time. I coped. Yeah. Um, and it's only now further down the road. Um, last year uh, was a tough year for me mentally. And it was only going through that and in hindsight of what I'd been through that I realised how much I'd been struggling um, and how much help I needed. And from getting the help for myself and doing the work I needed to get back to where I wanted to be, then decided um, that I needed to be able to help other mums do the same because I know how horrible it feels to yeah. be like that and I don't want other mums to feel the way that I did. No. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's where it all stemmed from. Awesome. It's amazing what you realise once you've been through it yeah. and it's like often within like uh, time has passed from that and yeah. you kind of move on with your life but it's actually to go back and help other people in that situation. Yeah. Um, it kind of helps yourself as well, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think um, even now I'm in such a better place than I was. Um, but through helping others and in their particular problems, it identifies things yeah, mm. that I still haven't necessarily completely solved or worked on or areas that need to improve for me. So, yeah, it's a constant like, helping myself, helping others. I think it's a common misconception as well that parenting is easy or something like yeah. that. You just get a real shock at how hard it is. Yeah. And for me, it was even more of a shock. I worked in nurseries, I worked with children, I knew how to yeah. be around children and look after them. But then being a parent is like 24 so 7. I, I didn't get a break. And it's just like, this is ridiculous. No. I didn't want to play with her. And yet I spend all my time of my job playing with people. Yeah. Why, why is this? I know. I um, Many years ago, I worked in a children's home for a few years with uh, children with special needs, difficult behaviours. I thought I would have motherhood nailed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is easy, but it is easy when you do a seven-hour shift and then you go home. And um, you get to rest. So, yeah, yeah, it's a completely different experience. And I don't think mothers these days are necessarily prepared for that. No. As much as they should be. No. We, yeah. You kind of don't think about it. You just no. presume that it will happen or it does happen yeah. and just like... And when on. you're pregnant, there's a lot of information about how to look after yourself, how to be, how to be pregnant and then how to look after your child once they arrive. But mums seem to fall into a bit of an abyss after they've given birth. That's it. Like, you're done now. It's all about the baby. Yes. Um, and, yeah, I think mums get forgotten about. Yes. And too that, much. That's the super link into self-care. Yeah. Like, it's crazy that we often forget about ourselves focusing on the baby as well and so why is self-care why is it important to look after ourselves i think um especially in this day and age um we have got less support than ever um and we've got more expectation on us than ever and to meet any of that we need to be able to look after ourselves there's just no way we can give everything that we're expected to give these days with you know less support than ever um, and not have something left inside of you because you will just burn out and you will be empty. Yeah, you, you can't so give important. yourself 100% of the time. You can't. I don't think anyone ever did. 
and yet because of society the way it is now at the moment we're all separated yeah. in different villages different towns different countries yeah. we're on our own we're isolated that yeah. it falls down to someone giving 100 yeah. percent of the time one of the things for me like with self-care is like i've recently recently started to focus more on that because yeah. all my energies were put onto what i want for my daughter how i want yeah. her to be i want her to do this I want to breastfeed, which meant I couldn't go out because of feeding on demand the whole time. Yeah. I want to baby wear. I want to co-sleep. I want to do all of this. That it meant I couldn't do stuff for me. And it was like, no, but I want to do this for her. So it means I can't do this. Yeah. But it's like, actually, if I don't look after myself, then I can't do those no. things. No. And I think it's really like interesting, the cycle that we think, okay, we want to do this for the child. But if we don't put fill our own cups then we can't give to our child yeah and then it's detrimental to them it is and I think so many mums um get to the point where they're completely depleted before they realize oh my gosh actually I can't keep doing this if I don't look after myself as well we need to change it around so that mums feel empowered that it's okay to look after yourself every step of the way as well and it's not just about giving ourselves until we're empty and then crying out for help if we're brave enough. It's yeah. about being supported so that it's a journey of everyone moving together. It's so hard to ask for help, isn't it? It is, it's yeah. like It's like you're saying you're failing or something yeah. and we don't want to admit we're failing no. and stuff. And I often found like the turning point for me was when I was sitting at home depressed on the sofa, crying because I was feeling so depressed yeah. with my daughter and I was just like, this is not good for no. her. I'm feeling awful yeah. because of the situation I've got myself in that I'm actually impacting her worse yeah. than if I had done the things that I didn't want to yeah, do. Yeah, taking some time for yourself, yeah. to, whatever it was that fulfilled you, yeah. to then um, be more available for her when she needed you. Yeah. yeah, that was a similar thing for me. I got to the point where I, th- I was with my boys an awful lot, especially last year, my husband started his own business um, which was going incredibly well, but it was incredibly time-consuming for him, which meant I was on my own a lot. Um, and so I don't have any close uh, family, and it just became just too much. And I couldn't keep giving myself without having some time for me. And I, ne- I thought it needs to be less time together, but more quality time mm-hmm. together, because otherwise they're seeing this stuff that I don't want them to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So... What is self-care? We talk about self-care. It's important for parents to find time for self-care, but what could that look like? It's going to look different to different people. Yeah. So what's kind of like the, the fundamental? I think the fun- there's a few fundamental sort of categories. It's still very much... It's much popular now, self-care, as a general term, yeah. but it's still um, very Instagramized as bubble baths, manicures, which is great if that's your thing. Um, but I think it runs much deeper than that, actually, especially as a mum, you know, manicure might be the last thing on your mind. Um, it's more around setting boundaries around what you accept for yourself and what you're giving out. It's about making sure you're looking after your mental health, your physical health, um, just doing all those things to really nurture you and keep you in a place where you can give what you need to give as a mum. So it doesn't necessarily have to be time on your own. No. That's could, one that's, thing you, it's like you always struggle because yeah. you're like, I have no time away from my children. Yeah. How can I, you know, they come home, maybe they go to bed and you've got quiet time in the evening. But yeah. if you don't, then it's like, I don't have any time away from Lana. So yeah. it's like, I can't get self-care. No. But it's like, it's actually, you know, I could do exercise with her around and that yeah. could be self-care because it's Absolutely. looking at my body. It, 
again like you say it's different for every person depending on what your situation is it doesn't have to be time away from your children it could be yeah doing things together that fulfill both of your needs um but also it doesn't just have to be about breaking away and being on your own um one of the biggest issues that mums face is loneliness at the moment especially with families now being so far apart so it might just be a case of swapping time with your children to swapping time with children uh, that have got mums that you're friends with so that your children get some time with other friends but you're getting some social time because social time is so important uh, you know it's a physical need as a, as a human and we lack that so much so yeah it's it's a whole different variety of things it's not just getting on your own and having some downtime it's yeah. fulfilling all those needs as a human that you yeah. need so why do you think we are not managing it i think this sounds like a bit of a cop-out but i think it's society i think We've come to a place where it's like, you know, girl power, feminism, which is great. You know, obviously we can do more than ever. But it, I think the message has kind of got a bit muddled where it's not you can do whatever you want. It's you can do everything. Yeah. Um, and there's that silent pressure of to be, to be a, you know, like a man, to match. You know, we're equal, we can do. But we're not equal. No. Um, we should be able to have the same opportunities. But women are different we have different responsibilities and you we know, have different skills we do and yeah. that's our power our yeah. power isn't that we're like men the yeah. power is that we are women yeah um, and so I think it's that pressure to feel like we can keep up we can keep yeah. up with the men at work we can keep up with having a baby but doing whatever else we want to do as well and to admit that you're struggling or you need to slow down it's it's a taboo you know and it's seen as lazy or that you're being selfish because... or you're failing yeah like well you can't do it you need my help yeah so and, you... and then there's the mum guilt massive mum yeah. guilt around doing something for yourself and not for your children yeah it's like the saying like not me more it's me too yeah that it's like often we we're feeling like if we use self-time we're saying actually no i want to do this i want to yeah. do this and then you're like oh no am I putting my needs before my child's yeah. needs which a lot of the time I'm always putting Lana's needs first yeah. and it's like actually only recently have I gone like I need to put my needs first yeah as well as your needs yeah and how can we meet both of our needs which I talk about in the play podcast I don't like to role play you do how yeah. can we meet both of yeah. our needs at the exactly. same time it kind of hit home as like modeling to our children as well yeah about Boundaries. how to say self-care like yeah a giggle and wiggle a couple of times she'll go there and someone else will go for the bike at the same time and she'll just step aside and let the child go yeah. and I'm like why is she such a pushover like why is she not standing <laughs> mine are the opposite she was there first most children are and I'm like what's this going on and I'm like this is what I'm modeling to her yeah. at home she can do what she likes most of the time I have the attitude can I say yes yes, yes. I can yeah and then she's like okay so you give to someone else all the time yeah. so then she's like oh okay you can have it i can say yes i can have the bike yeah. so i'm gonna have it so then that really gave me um the strength to start saying no to her yeah. to model so she could say no to other people and go actually i need to do this for myself yeah. so then we can do this later or something so it's like modeling that self-care they don't know how to look after themselves if we're not modeling no it. and it's, it's very similar um even just very recently over the last few weeks um, with my two boys, I've got to the point where I feel like they are very happily, constantly going, Mum, Mum. And they are so used to me just responding, responding. And I thought, do you know what? Actually, no. I need to show them that I'm not just their slave. I'm not just here to respond to their constant needs. And it's okay if they need to wait for something or if I'm saying, actually, Mummy's just doing this. I'll be with you in a moment. Yeah. Even that is a form of self-care. I'm setting a boundary for myself that, you know, I'm not 
just here yeah. to run after your every whim yeah. and learning and teaching them that okay actually sometimes there are boundaries there is time to wait and that's okay boundaries is a good one I'm excited by that I'm going to do a podcast about boundaries Sorry. because <laughs> it's like about setting our own boundaries on yeah. ourselves rather than our boundaries on other children I yeah. used to get frustrated getting up and down at the table all the time you yeah. sit down to eat a meal and you're constantly getting up and down to get stuff that yeah. I'm now like I'm about to sit down for a meal if you want anything you ask for it now. Once I'm Once sat down, <laughs> I'm not getting up. Yeah. I I hear that in my daughter now though as well, that she's there going and she's like, Oh, can you get me some water? I was like, Oh and she's like, But I've just sat down. Yeah. <laughs> she's doing exactly. the same. So, so it's she's just picking on to look yeah. after themselves. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> So how can we make parents realise this importance? Like I say, it's hard because I think so many mums wait till they're at breaking point before um, I think there needs to be much more education early on. Um, they say that people don't tell mums the reality of what motherhood's like because they don't want to scare them or sound like it's like they're failing or yeah. um, like they're being negative. Um, but actually, I think if there was more reality around mums, I don't think the population would suddenly stop growing. No. Um, I think the mental health um, rates might drop, might have healthier, happier, mentally stable mums. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just think it's awareness it's yeah, awareness and it's education when it's needed not like when everyone's falling apart modeling it as well like yeah. the more we share self-care not being just bubble baths yeah and manicures the, yeah. the reality in ways that we can do self-care yeah in the small ways in the house that and kind of the effects of that and yeah. it's okay to do that and not glamorize it yeah then i think it and will become more normal yeah and i think social media i love it and i also I don't hate it, that's really, that's too strong, but it definitely has a really negative side. Mm. Um, obviously, the positive is you can find loads of really good connections and you can find all the really positive stuff to support you in looking after yourself. But then there's also the, you know, the jokey side to it of the struggling. It's like, oh, you know, wine time, I need to drink to get through mm. to that. Which, you know, in itself as a concept, you know, you might want a glass of wine at the end of the day, but I think things like that can get quite magnified and suddenly it becomes okay to need to drink to get through your day or you know similar things yeah. to that and it that can actually think oh okay well you know obviously I'm struggling I just need to have a drink or yeah. you know they're all laughing their way through it and just it doesn't matter yeah. and that's that's not so healthy especially to a mum that is maybe in a mentally slightly unstable position to see that other mum sort of laughing it off um yeah. or not taking it so seriously is not so helpful like some people's some people's efforts there is to try and normalise the hardship yeah. of it, but actually you're you're squashing the solution or the help, yeah. aren't you? That you're normalising, oh yeah, it's hard and we just got to deal yeah. with it. Yes. Instead of going, oh, it's hard and I'm going to seek yeah. some help. Yeah. Or, yeah, I was really struggling today, so I asked my neighbour to have the, you know, the kids for two hours and next week we'll swap and I'll have hers or, you know, yeah. just showing those. But you can still laugh about it because, it, you know, you can make it too serious where everyone goes, oh, I don't want to go yeah. there. It needs to be approachable. It needs to be open and it needs to be light. Yeah. But it still needs to be, yeah, serious enough that you're not just laughing it off. Yeah, awesome. So where can people find out more information about you, Kelly? Okay, so my website is motherhoodmentoring.co.uk. Um, Facebook and Instagram you can find me at The Motherhood Mentor awesome so one last question which I'm going to ask all of my hosts <laughs> and I have prepped you for this you one have. so what's one of the things that you have raised in yourself since you've become a parent okay I wouldn't say I was raised it's more raising yeah okay. <laughs> um, and that is my patience okay I'm 
never massively been particularly patient. I actually find motherhood at times really slow and I struggle with that. And um, it's I'm getting much better at noticing when my frustrations are coming around because it's just me not being able to handle the, the, the speed of life. Um, and that, what do you mean by motherhood being slow? Um, just the pace that you go with children. Because children are yes. much slower than us. I, I, yeah. Even just things like going around the supermarket on a good day, you know, I can go, can take all day to pick up some apples if that's what it takes. And other days I can't handle that. Yeah. Um, and the balance wasn't right. It was more days I just wanted to get jobs done. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm aware of it, I'm working on it, and it's I'm trying really hard to make sure that I'm going more at the speed they need me more often. Yeah, I'm quite lucky because... I have all day, yes. every day, <laughs> but I can take quite a slow, slow yeah. pace of life. I think I'd get a shock if I've got a long list of things to yeah. do to try and get through quite a lot. But I think mine, say even obviously um, as previously when my children were smaller, as a stay-at-home mum, I think it was born again from my anxiety and I didn't realise at the time I didn't necessarily have anything else to do, just needed to get home, mm-hmm. just needed to get the job done. So what have you done to raise yourself in that? What practical things have um, you done? I've worked a lot on... Um, things like mindfulness techniques, meditation, gratitude, being a lot more present in the moment and actually just giving myself a pep talk around that. To, Realising you don't have to yeah. rush home to anything. Yeah, and also just... with the work on the anxiety as well. Like, you know, think, being able to recognise in the moment why am I feeling like this and actually being able to take a breath. It's okay, it doesn't matter if it takes a lot longer than you planned. Yeah. So yeah, it's a work in progress. Awesome. I'm raising. Yeah, raising. <laughs> I think we're all work in progress, aren't we? There's yes, always something more absolutely. that we can raise in ourselves and we're always developing and working on ourselves. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming to chat, Kelly. And having, thank you, thank everyone you for else. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and thank you, everyone else, for listening. I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you.